Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the C1 Speaking Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic I'm pretty sure you have an opinion on. Newer forms of media. Do you know what I mean by newer forms of media? It might be better to think of older forms of media first, such as newspapers, uh, with an emphasis on paper, of course, TV, television, and radio. Now, newer forms of media are, and here we go, this is a long list, social media platforms, so websites and applications like Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter or X, and LinkedIn, of course, where users can share content, interact, and communicate in real time. Then we have streaming services, so platforms such as Netflix, Apple TV, Hulu, Amazon Prime Video, and Disney Plus. They all offer on-demand access to movies, TV shows, documentaries, without the need for traditional broadcast schedules. Then we have podcasts. You know what podcasts are, right? So digital audio or video files that are available for download or streaming, covering a wide range of topics and interests and allowing listeners to tune in according to their schedule. So unlike the radio, right? Blogs and vlogs. Professional or personal websites and video channels on platforms like WordPress, Blogger, YouTube, Vimeo, where individuals can publish written content or video logs, vlogs, on various subjects. But that's not all. We also have ebooks and digital magazines. So electronic versions of traditional print publications, uh, accessible via e-readers, tablets, or smartphones, and offering the convenience of carrying multiple titles in one device. I love my Kindle. They don't pay me for this, but <laughs> I love my Kindle. And then we have, then we have virtual reality and augmented reality, so VR and AR. So these are technologies that create immersive or enhanced environments for gaming, education, training, and entertainment accessible through specialized headsets or smartphones. And last but not least in my list, mobile applications. So by this I mean apps for news, entertainment, health, finance, education, and much, much more designed for smartphones and tablets, providing personalized content and interactive experiences. Wow, that's quite the list, right? So these newer forms of media have significantly influenced how information is created, shared, and consumed, leading to shifts in the media landscape and consumer habits, our habits, right? So, after this long introduction, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do in this episode. We're going to explore this topic 
from the angle of a typical C1 exam question. What are the advantages and disadvantages of newer forms of media? That's today's question. So first, we'll hear from someone who answers this question in detail. And then we'll practice speaking and build our vocabulary with a couple of phrases from the answer. Now, whether you're an exam candidate or someone who just wants to improve their English, this episode promises to provide you with a plethora of natural spoken English. And by the way, the word plethora means a large or excessive amount of something. So in this context, in the context of this episode, it implies that this episode will offer an abundance of examples of natural spoken English, giving you ample material to learn from and engage with. Wow, there you go. So, let's not wait any longer and jump straight into this typical C1 speaking exam question. What are the advantages and disadvantages of newer forms of media? Here is the model answer. Well, when you think about the newer forms of media, there are definitely a bunch of advantages. For starters, they're incredibly accessible. I mean, with just a few taps on a smartphone, you can catch up on news, watch your favorite shows, or learn something new on platforms like YouTube, for example. It's all right there at your fingertips, which is pretty amazing. Then there's the interactive aspect. Unlike traditional media, these new platforms often allow you to engage directly, whether it's leaving a comment, sharing content, or even contributing your own creations. It's a more dynamic way of consuming media, where you're not just a passive viewer, but an active participant. However, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. One of the downsides is the overload of information. Sometimes it feels like you're trying to drink from a fire hose, with so much content being thrown your way. It can be overwhelming, and not all of it is reliable or worthwhile. Which brings us to another point the issue of quality and misinformation. With so many people able to post whatever they want, there's a lot of sifting through to find credible sources. And let's not forget about the impact on social skills and face-to-face interactions. With everyone glued to their screens, it's becoming a bit of a lost art to just sit down and have a good old chat without any digital distractions. So yeah, newer forms of media have definitely changed the game, offering incredible accessibility and ways to interact. But it's important to be mindful of information overload, the quality of content, and maintaining real-life social connections amidst all the digital noise. Wow, quite an extensive model answer, but that gives you a lot of input, right? That you can learn from. So I hope you're happy. (laughs) All right, we're going to practice and build vocabulary now. 
In this segment of the podcast, we're diving into two vivid expressions that can spice up your conversational skills. Let's begin with the first one, shall we? So the first expression we're unpacking today is to drink from a fire hose. Let's practice the pronunciation first. Can you repeat after me? To drink from a fire hose. Well done, brilliant. To drink from a fire hose. From a fire hose, yeah? Or all right, <laughs> not all right. <laughs> or the trick is always to try and um, connect these words with each other, right? So not to drink from a fire hose but to drink from a fire hose, as if it is one word, from a fire hose. Well, the phrase to drink from a fire hose is used to describe situations where someone is overwhelmed by trying to take in too much information or manage too many tasks at once. It conveys the impossibility of dealing with such situations effectively, much like trying to drink water from a fire hose. So there you go. Let's look at a few example sentences to clarify the meaning and context. So starting a new job in a fast-paced tech company felt like trying to drink from a fire hose, given the sheer volume of things I had to learn in a short time. And obviously, this is not only for fast-paced tech companies, right? This could be any new job that you start. Another example sentence. The first week at school is overwhelming. It's like trying to drink from a fire hose with all the lectures, textbooks, and assignments coming at you. There you go. Moving on to our second expression, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It is not all sunshine and rainbows. Can you repeat after me? It is, it is not all sunshine and rainbows. Brilliant, well done. And of course, you can also use the American English pronunciation, it is, it is not all sunshine and rainbows. I prefer British English, but if you use American English or Australian English or whatever English you want to use, it's all perfectly fine, right? The phrase, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, highlights that not every aspect of a situation or every aspect of life is going to be easy, happy, or pleasant. It acknowledges the presence of challenges, difficulties, or less favorable aspects. All right, let's clarify that with a few example sentences. Pursuing a career in the arts can be incredibly rewarding, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It requires hard work, persistence, and the ability to handle rejection. Relationships take effort to maintain. They are not all sunshine and rainbows, and sometimes you have to work through disagreements and misunderstandings. All right. Now that we're almost at the end of this episode, I invite you to take a moment and think about the following question. Can you identify situations in your life where you can use expressions you just learned? So, for example, when were you in a situation that wasn't all sunshine and rainbows? And have you ever found yourself in a situation that felt like trying to drink from a fire hose? Why not take a moment to reflect and think about this 
and try to make these expressions your own. All right, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you found it insightful and fun to listen to. Now, I would like to tell you one more thing. I'm saying goodbye to the C1 Speaking Podcast. It's been an amazing journey, but all good things come to an end. I'm going to keep the C1 Speaking Podcast up in the air until the 13th of March, and after that, I can't guarantee it will be available. But don't worry, there is something new. As you might know, I've started a podcast called Build Your English. It's great for learning English in a fun and effective way. Everything you got from the C1 Speaking Podcast, like the weekly free episodes and transcripts on Tuesday, 12 p.m. Spain time, will be part of the Build Your English Podcast. So basically you have two options. You can listen to one episode per week for free, or you can pay a small amount of money to get five episodes plus transcripts per week. Wow. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Finally, I won't be on Facebook anymore. If you want to keep in touch and get more tips and advice, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'll be there to help out and share more about learning English. I really, really hope you'll listen to my new podcast, Build Your English. And if you choose not to, that's okay too. I wish you the best, no matter what. All right, that's it. Thanks very much for listening to the C1 Speaking Podcast. Take care, and I hope to have you back as a listener to my new podcast. Let's keep learning English and having fun with it. I wish you all the best. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones, like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and PDF transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.